Welcome to the Adult Puberty Podcast. I don't know about you, but navigating life as an adult can be just as uncertain, exciting, and full of growing pains as adolescence was. This podcast is all about self-development and growth in the areas of physical health, emotional stability, and spiritual maturity. We've got a lot to talk about. Let's do it. All right, welcome back to Adult Puberty. All right, so today's topic is doing it afraid. So where this is coming from is that uh, people have often told me that they admire how adventurous or how free-spirited or how independent I am because I've done a lot of things that many people would like to do, um, but are too afraid to do. And while I am adventurous in, in some ways and, and definitely free-spirited and independent, I think what people don't know um, is that I became that way because I developed the habit of doing it afraid. So what do I mean when I say doing it afraid? So I mean, there are things that someone may want to do genuinely, right? But because of possible unwanted outcomes or because of anxiety or fear of the unknown, they don't do it, right? They stay with what's familiar or what's uncomfortable, even if it's, even if it makes them unhappy and even if it's um, not what they want, but because it is familiar and comfortable and not scary, that's where they say, right? And I'm guilty of it too, right? I've done it and I still do it, right? My my job is a prime example of it, right? However, like I said, because I've developed a habit of doing it afraid, I do what I truly want to do um, in spite of, you know, all of the possible unwanted outcomes or in spite of the anxiety that I deal with or in spite of, you know, the fear of the unknown, I do it anyway. And what I've come to learn is that it's always worth it, right? And in a lot of ways, it's almost like if I have that fear, and I'm not talking about the fear that tells you not to go down a dark alley in like a bad neighborhood, right? I'm talking about things that are meaningful to me, like not like reckless behavior or something that, you know, would be for my benefit, right? There are usually things that are for my self-care or personal growth um, in some way. So every time that I do something afraid, I always, always grow from it always. And then the growth that I get from that instant helps to fuel the next time 
that I do something afraid, right? Because now I have like this confidence and now, you know, it's like, okay, well, I I did this and, you know, I can do this again, right? Growth fuels me. It just invigorates me. It makes me want to do it again because personal growth feels good to me. So what are just like some examples of what I'm talking about, right? So minor, but still, um, I moved to Philly, not knowing anyone. I moved to Virginia, not knowing anyone. Um, I took swim lessons. Now this was traumatic. I almost drowned when I was like eight, right? And I swore off the pool forever. Although I always thought that I would not only enjoy swimming, but be good at it. And at age 36, I finally took swimming lessons. I was definitely afraid, but ended up being the best swimmer in the class. No lie. I'm not making that up. Um, going to a concert alone, you know, the first time I went to, you know, somebody that I really, really like um, alone. I went to Costa Rica by myself, um, going out to dinner by myself, right? Like just, you know, minor examples. Um, but then most recently, this is something that just happened. Um, after 21 years in corporate America, I will be fired from my job at the end of this month. And so, and of course, my if I was like listening, I'd be like, uh-uh, why? <laughs> so I'll just sum it up and I'll probably, I'm sure I'll talk about it later, but In short, I'll say that they made a decision, then I made a decision, and there's no compromise in between our two decisions. And so then they decided to let me go. Um, And so that in and of itself is, you know, everything that comes with that is going to be me doing it afraid. I mean, on a whole nother level. So I said all that to say that, I have some experience with doing it afraid. Like I said, it it truly is a life habit for me. Um, And I found that if I want to, you know, live the life that I see for myself and truly be my authentic self, I kind of can't really get away from it. So what I want to talk to you about is like, you know, if you're one of those people who more often than not, or more often than you would like to find yourself, um, I don't know, not doing the things or not living in the life that you want or not being the person that you want because of fear or anxiety or the unknown. I just want to, you know, talk about some things that I go through, um, mental models, you know, before I do something afraid. So first it's like, how do I even know if it's something that I should do afraid. So I typically ask myself like, okay, is this something that you want to do? And why do you want to do it? Right? So for example, you may say that you want to go to Bali, right? But it is something you want to go because you know, you saw it on some movie and it looks beautiful and the vibe is just you and or you've just always wanted to go regardless. It is on your bucket list of things to do. 
right? Um, and you want to do it because it would be, you know, freeing for you. It would be, you know, part of your self-care. Like it would just be, it would just be everything for you to go, right? But you don't have anyone to go with. So, but you don't want to miss out, right? On going to Bali just because you don't have anyone to go with. So then you want to go alone then. So then I would ask myself, all right, well, what will I gain if I do this thing or if I don't do this thing? So for example, using the Bali, if I go to Bali alone, right, I'll get to experience a country I've always wanted to visit and I'll gain the confidence and feel proud of myself for actually going through with it and going alone, right? If I don't go, I don't have to deal with the fear of somebody kidnapping me because that is a very logical fear that many people have about traveling alone. But then you also miss out on the opportunity to to grow personally and to explore, you know, this place that you've always wanted to go. Right. And then back to what I said, you also miss out on opportunity to live the life that you see yourself living. And then the next thing is like something I think is is really important for me when I've think when I think about doing things afraid is what exactly am I afraid of? Right. So I kind of think of like, okay, what are the worst possible or what's the worst possible outcome that I'm afraid of if I do this? Right. Is it that harm may come to me? Is it what other people might think of me? Is it, you know, not having somebody else to talk to? Is it people looking at me being alone saying, look at that loser, the Bali by herself, right? Is it, you know, I might have a panic attack, like, you know, whatever it is, I, for me, being very specific and naming what the fear is helps to kind of like put it in its place. Um, and I, what I mean by that is that sometimes you may realize that the fear isn't even really logical and not even worth you missing out on the thing that you want to do. Right. Um, and, and maybe it's something that, you know, is maybe like for me, like I am often afraid of failure. Um, but I have to say to myself, okay, well, if I fail, if failure is my worst possible outcome, does that mean that I have to stay there? Like, no, right? Hershey Milton was like rejected. I forgot. It was something crazy, like a hundred times. Like nobody wanted his chocolate, like nobody. And if he had given up after, let's just say 10 times, we wouldn't have like all the deliciousness that came from Hershey chocolate. Like that would be a problem. So for me, and this is something that I'm still working on, right? If failure is my worst possible outcome, well, okay, let's just say that I did fail. Is it, is that worth me not doing the thing? Then most of the time it's like, no, 
it should be 100 percent of the time. But, you know, being being honest, most of the time it's no. Um, and then next, I, you know, I asked myself, how would this me doing this thing? How would this kind of support the the life that I want to live and the person that I want to be? Right. And if if the thing supports that, then, okay, then why wouldn't I do it? Right. In spite of whatever, you know, those fears are. Um, So those are just, you know, a couple of things that I wanted to talk about just to encourage you that if there is is anything um, in your life and it truly can be something as small as you know, going to dinner by yourself. Like I hear so many people not doing things because they don't have anyone to do it with, you know, whether because they, you know, just truly don't physically have anyone or the people that they do have in their lives aren't, don't have the same interests, you know, um, whatever it is, right. I just want to encourage you to, Consider the things that I said, you know, if nothing else, ask yourself, you know, the the truly to me, the most important question is really what are you afraid of? And then to see how logical that fear is. And for me, if more often than not, the fear of staying where I am in the familiar and the comfortable is scarier than the unknown, if that makes sense, right? Like, so for example, my job, I've been unhappy at that job for way too long, longer than I care to admit. And although I'm being let go, I'm not leaving um, on my own, you know, will, the fear of, of staying there, you know, and doing what I've done for the last 21 years and feeling how I felt for the last 21 years is scarier to me than the unknown of not being there and and not and leaving that job. Like and it is scary because it's it's so many unknowns, you know, but I'm willing to do this afraid because I have so much experience of doing it afraid. And I've not ever regretted it. And growth, if nothing else, growth has always come from it. So my suggestion, you know, and hope for all of you is, you know, pick something, right? Unless you are one of those like 100% fearless people, you know, if you're like, you know, many of us, there's at least one thing that you can practice doing afraid, Um. And, I'm, you know, my suggestion is to start small, right? But just start. So build your muscle up. I wouldn't tell you to, you know, go to Bali alone if you won't even go for coffee alone because of, you know, fear. You won't even do it afraid. You know, you won't even go for coffee. Um, So just do something small. And, and my prediction is not just my prediction, but what I've learned is that one, you'll realize that the fear that you had was bigger in your mind than in reality. Um, because you did it afraid, you will have a, a new sense of self-confidence, right? 
at it'll make you want to do something else afraid, right? And then lastly, you'll be glad that you stepped out on faith and did it afraid. Like you will be. Like, trust me, you will be. Like I've had legit countless of situations that I'm so glad that I did afraid, right? And I don't regret them at all. And so that, my friends, is what I have for today. And know that I am here. Why you do it afraid? Thanks for sharing your time and the space with me today. I hope you heard something in today's episode that made a difference in some way to your own personal journey through adult puberty. Until next time. <laughs>